Welcome back to Three Dads Talking About Anime. I'm Chess, a.k.a. Chess. Who else is in the house? I'm Cole. And I'm Ben. There we go. Oh, interesting. You hit the mic there? (laughs) (laughs) I heard it like, like my whole hand like went into the can. (laughs) Trying to overcompensate. Anyway, yep. how you guys, how you guys doing? Oh wow, great! <laughs> oh well, I have some fun things to share, so I can't. Oh, if you care? Really? I got attacked by a caterpillar. It was horrible. Hey, some wow. of those are poisonous. This could be a really interesting story. So keep going. Yeah. Well, it definitely gave me a rash, so it definitely was minorly ah. poisonous. Uh, so i'm hanging out with the kiddos and we have a hammock on our deck beautiful hammock pal's grandpa handmade it it's a gorgeous hammock and we're laying in it because he says he says like dad can you swing us on the hammock and i was like sure so we're laying there and i'm i'm kind of slouched down so my legs are facing up and i'm wearing shorts and we're just swinging beautiful time and something falls into my shorts Oh. And I immediately start <laughs> feeling burning. Oh my gosh. And oh, I wow. thought it was a bee I thought it was a bee sting. You know, like a, a bee flew in and then like I leaned on it and it stung me. Boy. I started screaming for Pow, because Pow was inside. I was like, I just was screaming and I was like, You because ha- I can't just get up because I have two little girls on, on top of me and I can't just throw it. Well, I could have, I could have just thrown them out of the hammock. Um but Pal comes, she takes Lily, and I like am able to like wiggle out of the way to get and like try to shake my shorts and like let whatever it is fall out. Well, unfortunately, it had already fallen out in the hammock, and it also stung Issa's foot. I didn't know that at the time. But basically, I then like turn. I'm like doing the whole dance of like pain because I'm my my whole thigh is burning at this point, and I'm like trying not to like yell because the girls are getting scared and like Issa's crying and I thought Issa was crying because she was scared or like I'd like bumped her or something and then she's inside and she's like my foot is burning and I was like oh no so I go back outside and I look in the hammock and sure enough there's this like it's called a saddleback caterpillar and it's got four spikes two on either end Mm. and it has this like pattern that looks like a saddleback like what you put a horse put on a horse and yeah, they cause like burning and irritation. Wow. And it was it was dreadfully uncomfortable. It was horrible. Oh. It was it was really rough. I story. I laid, Yeah, you looked it up. Yeah. I did. So I found it and I threw it threw it uh, away so that Lily wouldn't like step on it. And then we I uh, called uh, my parents cuz 
Issa wanted to call them and tell them what happened. And then dad was like, well, if you make like a baking soda paste with water, that'll help soothe it. So I like laid on the bed and put some of that on my the back of my thigh and we put some on Issa's foot. And we just kind of sat there and talked about how why the cat why did the caterpillar sting us dad and i was like well he thought he you know he's trying to defend himself and blah 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 and and then that was that and then we you know gave the girls a bath and they were good but it stuck with me for a while it's 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 not stinging anymore but it stung for quite a long time it was really miserable <laughs> hmm. that's a unique experience it was not fun, but it was unique. Yes. I yeah. hope to never replicate it. I hope to keep it unique. Yeah. It was quite horrible. Yeah. I have a I have a phobia of insects and creatures crawling your, your up pants. my pants or up my shorts. <laughs> Is this the like, same thing with oh, it's yeah. the same thing with chickens, right? You said Oh yeah, I just chicken. Assume. Yeah, they're gonna do. There, I assume every creature that's smaller than me and like like will just do the worst of things involving like crawling up my pants or my shorts or so. Like, <laughs> I think this. I I'm just gonna assume this is the reason. I don't know if I've told my family this. Oh, Whenever man. I was a kid, uh, we all <laughs> we uh, my sister had a hamster, and we mm-hmm. all would let the hamster play in between us, and so we'd all like lock feet like kind of as like a, a, a yeah. cage around the, the drove and then are the hamster and it would run around woohoo and i had pants on and it ran over to where my sister and i's feet were and it crawled up my pants and this i screamed like a little girl and my dad picked me up and shook me until the the hamster came out and so i think that's why i always assume little creatures and insects are going to crawl up my pants or my shorts so Ben, okay. I'm I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I can almost 100% tell you that that is definitely why. <laughs> <laughs> I am not licensed in any state, but I will guarantee that this is true. Well, Ben, you know, I am I... licensed in Mexico, and I'm going to tell you, this is <laughs> also the reason. It might be also the reason why, you know, being shook. By roller coasters or other things, also you Whoa, don't stop like. Stop it! Oh Your my Your dad gosh. shaking you as a child made you not like you got motion sickness <laughs> from those things. Now my yeah. dad shaking me as a child sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it does. <laughs> hey, I got that. Yeah, got that yeah, diploma from the University of Mexico. So <laughs> the University of Mexico. Thanks, Dad. I forgot your fluency. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh, wow. I'm not, yeah. I'm we're just learning. We're just learning so many things. I just guessed on all yeah. my exams. That's impressive. <laughs> Which, ironically, or ironically, my <laughs> least favorite creature on Earth is a snake. And I'll be those honest. Are, those are built to go up pant legs. Those are destined to go up pants and so the only time i find myself confident around a snake is if i have a a large weapon that i don't have to get close to it Mm. because i don't even want to stomp on it because if i stomp on it and don't kill it yeah it's gonna slide up my pants you've literally given it a door right it's gonna say oh why don't i go up here (laughs) this thing's attacking me why don't i open the door and go up how about this (laughs) 
<laughs> no thanks. Did I tell y'all that a snake tried to eat our one of our chickens? No. No, I didn't say okay. was it was huge. Oh, so boy. I get a call from my dad and he's like he's like, I just killed a snake, which is not that uncommon. <clears throat> I assumed it was a poisonous snake. Um, but we live out in the woods and so you know we get snakes all the time. And usually they're just the poisonous ones because you don't want them around your kids. And he's like, no, it was it was latched onto a chicken. And I was like, what? And so this poor chicken, we've named her Rita. Uh, she's the oldest of the, the bunch. And we <laughs> named her Rita after the grandma character in, in Bluey that Bingo plays. Um, <laughs> and she's already missing an eye. Her previous owner, the uh, a possum attacked her, and the owner like pulled the possum off of Rita and saved her. So she like lost an eye in a possum fight. She is uh, she, she. There was too many roosters in the 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 coop before we could get rid of them, and they like henpecked Rita, and she was terrified to go out of the coop when we first got oh, her. Poor girl. Terrible. I I like literally saved her a couple times from being <laughs> pecked to death, and then. A, a humongous six foot long black snake, six feet long. It's crazy. Has latched its whole mouth over her head. Her oh whole gosh. head was in the mouth and it wrapped around the body. And my dad goes in and grabs the head of the snake and like no, pulls didn't. it off the chicken, takes it outside and then kills it with something. I don't know what. He's such and, a man. And say what a man. I was about to say that. What I know. A man. He's he's done a lot of crazy things. Um and then he surprised he could snipe it. <laughs> well, the chicken's <laughs> mouth was a head was in the mouth, so he would have killed the chicken. He could have done it. Unless, could have, he yeah. could have done it. Yeah, I'm not Mark doubting you, Father. Um Yeah. <laughs> there was another that now we're just getting into Mark's stories. There was another uh, time where he, he had this character for camp that was called Cletus Yarborough. And he'd have like the fake teeth that were super hillbilly, like missing a bunch of teeth in them. And he'd wear these overalls with one undone and no shirt on. And one time we got a possum trapped underneath our dog's like house in their dog lot. And he thought it would be entertaining for his, his two like 10 and nine year old sons that he would dress up as Cletus Yarborough. And we'd take the old camera recorder out and do a home video of him, instead of him being normal and like getting the possum out, like by prodding it and like having it run out, he goes into the lot, locks himself in with a broken like golf club and is like pretending to be a redneck mountain ex- uh, pest exterminator um, oh for his son's home videos. And he just like flipped over the dog house and was like, he had to jump on top of it because it was going to attack him and. It was really funny. I wish we still had the footage wow. of that, but oh, that, man. yeah, I'm, I bet we have it somewhere, but oh, it's please hard. find it. I really need to find it. My my buddy, he has a service where he'll he'll convert those old school tapes into like digital. So if I can find it, I'll get uh, Joe to convert it for me because it, it's priceless. But yeah, he's full of ridiculous <laughs> things. It's a funny, funny man. <laughs> Crazy, crazy, crazy right. fellow. If I can build on that, I'm sorry. I know, I know we're not, not getting anywhere here. My daughter, uh, I, I can represent kind of the opposite of Mr. Mark Armfield. Um, you recently <laughs> asked me to tell her stories uh, about Ooh, me. That's fun. 
And I, I struggle to find, think of anything interesting I've done or like <laughs> worth, worth telling a story about. And I was just like, wow, I have, I have, uh, not been too adventurous. <laughs> so I just kind of, uh, I don't know what was, what did I share with her? Oh, I told her one of the stories I told her, like out of everything I could think of was one of the times, uh, uncle Victor surprised mm. us in Dubuque by, uh, sending me pictures of himself in our bathroom in the basement of, you know, how we all yep. like to send pictures of each other, of our feet while we're sitting on the toilet. He sent me one from my specified. own house and I had no, I, I had no idea he was there. And so I was like, wait, what? I was so confused. And so I went downstairs. <laughs> He's just in our bathroom. I'm like, what are you doing here, man? So, that's the that story happened. I share when my daughter asked me for cool stories about my life. <laughs> you just need to do what they do in grief counseling. That episode in the office where they just tell stories that are from movies, but yes, act like it's yes, their own I family. just watched that one. <laughs> yeah, my my cousin Mufasa. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what you need to do from now on. Just make it, but uh, do anime characters instead. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that's a definitely. good idea. So your yeah. brother Edward Elric had to save you one time because your body was trapped in a suit of armor. Yeah, or just replay the entire se- show of High Q as you, yeah. you yeah. as yeah, you were which, cool. whatever character you were an right? underdog, char- um, you know, char- you were a character <laughs> player for a uh, volleyball team. Speaking of High Q, ah. What did you guys think of Blue Lock and already all of the similarities between these two shows? Wow, what a transition. Uh, we don't much, need chest anymore. Much better transition than anything <laughs> I've ever done. So it's true, everybody. We're doing a new show. We're doing Blue Lock. Um, very excited. This was one I had been saving for the podcast. It was my choice. And I, I've been wanting to watch this for a while. Came out. October of 2022, um, right around the time of the World Cup. So it was, I think that was intentional, actually, releasing it in conjunction with the World Cup. A lot of soccer um, enthusiasm, foot, football, football, depending on what part of the world you're from. Um, and so, you know, not an accident. Um, yeah, 24 episodes. It's a little bit longer than some of our other shows we've done. We've been sticking to the 12 episode shows. So it'll go a little bit longer. But yeah, Blue Lock is a anime about um, soccer. But it's not just about soccer and the game of soccer. There's another one that came out recently called Ayuashi um, that is a lot more classical. It's about a team and it follows a player on a team and like the coach, you know, taking a team and making them into something new. This one is kind of a... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like a battle royale, um, fight it out, uh, competition style show. Uh, and it centers around, uh, just a brief summary, it centers around a experiment in Japan where they basically say, we're really good at team playing. We're kind of a collective culture. We're very good at focusing on everyone as a group, but we don't produce individual stars. And we need that to further our soccer goals, experiences. What I don't know. What am I looking for here? 
are aspirations. There you go. So they set out to do Blue Lock, which is an experiment to create the world's best striker, a star soccer player. And that's our show. And so basically it picks up with a character because you got to have a main character being selected for to participate in Blue Lock. And we follow him along. So we don't have to get into the nitty gritty. If you want to watch the show, watch the show. But we basically see a little bit of his story. He loses nationals with his team and then he gets selected for this program. And he's like, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to join. What did y'all think? Ben and Cole? I, I had I should preface. I've read some of the manga. So I know oh. some of the show. I don't know how far I've read. I don't know how much of the show. Once I realized I wanted to watch this, once I heard there was an anime, I stopped reading because I wanted to watch it. <clears throat> nice. nice. Because it, it's very much a show-oriented um, story, I think. It's very, it's very um, action-driven. Mm. So what did y'all think? Colby, go first. Oh, boy. So, Ben, to adjust ah. your thing first... I thought the beginning, the first five minutes, I was like, this is a retelling of Haiku. And I don't like it. Same. I, I don't like that it's beat for beat the same thing. Uh, and then just you, the Battle Royale thing kicks in. And you're like, okay, it's a little different. And by that, I mean, now it's getting really yep. different. So it took yep, a while. Yep, yep. Or it didn't take a while. But once it hit that extra, that, that turning of the expectation, I was like, okay, now I can watch this and not be angry about a retelling. Of the same story with a different sport. Uh, so, rocky start for me, but then, uh, yeah, I, the 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 combination of those two like uh, cliche genres in in anime and in Japanese media, you know the the sports anime, but then that let's murder all the young people in this <laughs> in this whatever. Yeah, that genre. Yeah, that genre. <laughs> They don't actually murder me in this show, but it, it's, you know, they mix those two together. So it was, it's, it's an interesting idea and I, I like it, but it's also hard for me to get super attached right now. Ben. Yeah, I would agree to a lot of the initial things you said there. Um, I also saw some character similarities and I, I don't know if it's just a thing, but I think of three examples. I'm sure there's more, or maybe it's just the only three. The type of character that is kind of a little more goofy, usually not the most talented, has the short brown hair uh, in Haikyuu, Attack on Titan, and this one Kabadi. are very... So, so Connie... Oh, same in Bernie Kabadi? He was... Kabadi? He was ball Atsumichi's bald, but he's he's that kind of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's four examples then. So I thought that was interesting. And then the one in Haikyuu is obviously a a big goober, Ryu, or I don't remember his full name. Um, Tanaka. Tanaka. Yep. So that was that was kind of interesting. I I love this battle royale uh, take. It it definitely puts itself in its own. Um, like very much separated it from Haikyuu. I even got some like I don't know if either of you guys watch Squid Game, but I even got like some of those vibes, like the numbers it does they have, have. That type of vibes. Yeah, the kind of the situation they're in. I will say, um, as far as like characters, so like right away I know this 
the main character won't be like in my top 10 list. He's, he's missing some attributes that I normally would like, but I can see really enjoying the cast. Um, and a lot of, a lot of different characters. I could definitely see that. Um, I will say at the end of episode one, I was like, Oh, I didn't really like that. I didn't really like the decision or how it played out. Cause it, I thought those two were going to be like good friends. And then he just blasts him and with the, rocket to the face and i'm just like uh oh okay i guess i mean they don't have to be loyal to each other but i guess i was hoping from for some loyalty out of our main character but to be fair the way he responded he being the guy who got crushed uh made me feel better about it but at the end of episode one it wasn't sitting too well with me how that played out um but episode two to me uh took care of that what about what about two made you because two we get full into some of the training they do they have um just more going on just within blue lock there's no like there's no blue lock for for those that haven't seen it is pretty much an all-encompassing facility so you you don't really interact with the outside world once Mm. you've entered into this competition so, and there, there's high stakes. If you lose, if they call it, what, is, what does the guy call it? Lockout, lock off. Like if you get, if you're forced to leave, if you lose, lock, you, off, lock you off. can't play for Japan ever again. Yeah. Like that's the stakes. If you accept going to Blue Lock, which you could have said no, they could, they had a, they, you know, at the beginning they were told you can leave. Um, pretty much everybody says yes, I think that's selected, but, um, Basically, if you lose, you can't play for a, a, a national Japan level team. You you're you're done. Your your professional career is done. So it's a huge deal. It's massive stakes. Um, I really like this because one, it's got a huge cast of characters that we haven't fully seen develop yet. There's a lot of characters, at least eleven, uh, that we're focused on here, um, and. That's fun because we, as a whole on this show, really enjoy casts of characters. But the thing is, as as the show, as the, the episode develops, episode two, you find out, okay, these 11 are going to be a team. And so they're, they're a team, but they're still in competition against each other. So like, how is this dynamic going to play? They have to work together to beat other teams. Did you watch through the, the little bit of the credits on episode two? You didn't. That's okay. So it and it, it's not like it wasn't something after the credits. It's it, it probably will just get replayed immediately in episode three. It's just okay. the other team walking on the field because they're about to have a match. So like oh oh it's, sorry I did see that. I'm okay sorry. good. That's that's that. all it was. All it was is like an extra ten seconds into the credits, and it's the other team walking through their door. So it's very real that like there's a there's at least you know eleven other people on the other side of the field. And they're all trying to work together, but also be in competition too. So it's this dual, like we want to move up the rankings. There's a numbering system on their on their uniforms, like Ben said. I want to move up the rankings, but I, I do have to help my team win. Because if we lose, that's bad news. So I like that. <clears throat> I do like the Battle Royale 
aspect. I think it's a good take on a on a it's a fresh take on it. And like like Culp said, mm-hmm. nobody actually dies. It's it's a sports thing. Sports animes are notoriously um, dramatic and like ex- ex- I never would have thought I would have enjoyed a sports anime until I watched Haikyuu and I was like, whew, this is amazing. So I'm I I'm enjoying it. It's it's been a fun it was a fun two episodes for me. Episode two, much more than episode one, I would say. To speak to your your statement about stereotypes, um, there definitely is stereotypes for anime characters. Um, one of an interesting one for me, like down to the way their face is designed with their mouth. The main guy in this one, Ego, <laughs> you know his mouth is like a really weird, yep. It's like very evil looking. <laughs> it's just very like you don't trust that guy. The one of the bad guys in Yo Petal, the cycling show, his face is exactly the same, like mm. beat for beat the same. And when I see that type of face, I'm like, I, I don't trust that character. Now, I know in this show, he's not he's not a player. He's the main guy, like orchestrating everything. But you can tell he's like manipulative and he's he's withholding information and he gives it out like a little bit at a time yes almost sadistic esque now you're like maybe this is the sort of genius we need to make japan the best team i don't know he's the one that's what that lady thinks that's what that lady thinks that's what the lady thinks um yeah you can you can kind of pick out those characters that are like this oh this is that haiku character oh this is that kabaddi character uh as you go i think in any sports anime well i think i'm gonna disagree with you there i think maybe i maybe it's because i haven't seen haikyuu in a while but i feel like haikyuu the characters are very distinct but they're not crazy they're not like oh this is definitely an anime character you know what i mean like one of the characters i did not like in these episodes was the the monster kid Who's yeah. who's oh. asleep? Who's asleep? You know. Oh, we gotta have that character that stands out in some way. Oh, he's asleep on the floor even before, even when the match starts. He's just asleep there, and then he's amazing once he wakes up, and he's violent and like in a, just a little crazy. He's a little crazy, mm-hmm. and I don't like those characters. And as a, a whole. lot of as a whole, a lot of those shows, a lot of shows have them. But then I, I think about Haikyuu, and I'm like, all of the characters are likable in some manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even the I mean, jerky ones are yep. like, uh, what's the tall blonde kid that can? That's the blocker on Karasuno. Oh. I forgot his name, but yeah, you I don't, don't like understand. I don't like him at first, but then he grows on you because he's yep. not yeah. dumb. He's not a dumb character. So yeah, that's where I think I don't agree with what you said there, Chess. But okay. again, I haven't seen it in a while. No, I I mean. Just because Haikyuu's characters are not overly exaggerated. There you go. Um, doesn't mean they don't fit certain stereotypes. Okay. Like, yep, I agree. They, they do fit, but they're... I mean, there's a reason Haikyuu's my number two show. I would agree. Let's go. That <laughs> that I have I enjoy almost all the characters in Haikyuu. Enemy teams, Karasuno, any of them. Yeah. Like, all of those teams have characters I like. And even the characters I don't care for i don't hate them still good. i'm not like right. i'm not like uh mm-hmm. this character again it's like oh 
I'll even watch the bonus episode with just two side teams playing yes. each other. Like, yeah, let's do that. Like, just Absolutely. give me more. So I I agree with you that Haikyuu has very well done characters. Um, and I think this show just slots a little bit more into the anime stereotype than Haikyuu for sure. Yeah. But you're, yeah, you're right. They, there is there is a lot of and if you don't like a certain stereotype, like the monster character for Kolb, the person that's like awakens the beast and they're just crazy good or, you know, at fighting or at whatever. Um, but at all the rest of the time, they're asleep or dumb or something. Um, and it's this switch is flipped, um, you know, then you won't like that character because he does fit that character really well. Question for the two of you. Uh, Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. There is a character in that show that is pretty lame, but when the character falls asleep, the character becomes awesome and super cool and amazing. <laughs> I think you both like this character. Um... <laughs> A lot less. When I watched the first season, I did like him. He was more of the humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've talked about this. Both of those boys have grown. I've grown less fond of as they've stayed the same stereotypes. Like they're hardcore into one type of stereotype. Mm-hmm. Um, but doesn't I don't doesn't make me dislike the show. But to our point, we watched the latest season. Spoilers for those that haven't seen Demon Slayer. They weren't mm-hmm. in it hardly at all. And you texted us and you're like, so how did you feel about that? And both yeah. me and Cole were That's like, really all I wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, both me and Cole were like, this was a plus for us that they weren't in the show. And I don't think I expected that. I'll let Cole speak for himself the rest of the time. I've already spoken for him a little bit, but oh. I I think I was expecting to miss them. And then when I didn't, I was like, oh, maybe I don't like them as much as I thought I did. Hmm. Cold. Hmm. Your answer, please. OK. Um, what was the question? In it no, it, and I, it's funny. This was more directed at you, Cold, because of what you just said about <laughs> the beast character. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you like, your do you like Blondie? Okay, it's not the fact that the guy's asleep. I think it's the exaggeration of him. He needs to stand out. So what do we... Oh, let's have him be asleep. Oh, he's actually quite insane, I think. Uh, And let's make him crazy. That's the thing I don't like. I don't like the exaggerated aspects of this character. Now, if you're asking me what I think about uh, Blondie guy... Zin, Zin. Yeah, what's his name? Zenitsu? Yeah. Nope. Yep. That's, maybe that's us. Nope, that's Bleach. Z- Zenitsu. Z- that, might, that might be Bleach. It's like know. Z-E-N-I-T-S-U or something. Zangetsu Zen- is Bleach. Inosuki is the other one. Forehead. Inosuke? Inosuke? You remember Inosuke <laughs> and not... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I actually don't mind him. Inosuke is more annoying than Blonde Kid. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I like his lightning step, but it's interesting that now that Tanjiro can do the lightning step 
is he just going to be gone from the show altogether? The, the kid, like one could we, hope. I don't we, think so. We see that Tanjiro can do it now. So that awesome, mo- those awesome moments are now given to Tanjiro. Like, is he just going to be the new guy now? Yeah. He's just going to accept all of the different attributes of his friends. Yes, please. He's, he's going <laughs> to yeah. live in a I know you would love that, Ben. But Be yeah. raised by animals. Oh, it's such a good season. Anyways, I derailed us. I'll, I'll bring us back here, actually, with oh, another uh, you, thought. That's cool. Um, thanks for your thoughts, guys. That was great. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, so I did actually want to talk about that like whole scene with him like at the end when he's training with our, our main character just because I was like, I don't know how I feel about like I like the animation with the eyes and like how they get literally like locked in and like in the zone and the cool animation surrounding it. But I, I don't I don't want beasts and animals floating around. I don't know if that was like an exception or that's going to keep resurfacing. Didn't know how you guys felt about it or if you had an opinion on it. Mm. I think it will keep resurfacing for that character only. I think that'll be a running thing with him. Yeah. So if he has a cool moment, that beast thing will show up. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Jess, what do you think? I... I think I'll need to watch more to see if I like the character or not. Yeah. Um, I didn't dislike the character. Like I can see what's happening. Um, our main character is lacking in qualities is what it seems. And so he's going to need people to come along and like, mm-hmm. not, a, not awaken the beast. Like this other character has, he literally has like a demon, beast character that like makes him play better. But just yeah. like, unlock his potential and he's like learning how to be the best version of what he is. Um, Cause that's kind of what he loses to. He's like, I want to do, I have this within me too. I want to like, I need all that I can get to survive. He's used that word before. Like I need to survive blue lock. So it's, it's not a, like I'm going to win. It's mm-hmm. a, I'm going to survive and be the survivor. And that's a, that's a different shift for me. Cause if you say I'm going to win, you think I've got everything I need, but if I'm going to survive something, I'm going to need more. I'm not ready to get through this experience. So I think he is, he wants to know why, uh, how did, how, it starts with a BA, BA something, Bachari, 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 Bachari is not it because that's a drink. Um, Bachelor bachelor why bachelor passed it to him that's really why he trained with him he's like why did you why did you pass me the ball yeah like you passed me the ball and then i instinctively kicked it into the guy that i knew's head and i didn't lose but how did you know you touched it how did you know i would pass it because you could have been out and he's like i knew because i have this you know it's supposed to represent this killer instinct sports playing but he's like i've got this beast inside me and the beast told me if you pass it to him he'll he'll he will respond uh and so our our main boy here is like okay well now i i need to get this killer instinct i need to unlock this potential that i've got going on so i don't know about that particular character I don't think it, I don't know if it'll become, you know, I don't think I'm not saying he'll be destined to be one of my favorites, but I don't, I don't think I'll hate him. 
I hope. Decent answer. <laughs> Could have been better. Could have been worse. One thing I liked uh, was the the way the creepy smile moderator person in charge, the way he dissected the response and the background of the player who got smashed in the face. Is, just that, like is that what about, made it feel better for you? Is yes, that whole, very yeah, much so. I think I agree with that. That was oh, that was when really he's like, cool. "What does this have to do with soccer?" And he's like, "You're in the penalty area." Yep, like that that yep. dissection. Well, yeah, the space, but the game, like the way he mm-hmm. acted in an exact situation in a game, um, like you ran away, you didn't act right away, you didn't like all these different things. It's like, oh, cool. It made it even made their uh, situation more interesting. But yeah, it specifically made me feel a lot better about the fact that that character got kicked in the face whereas at the end of episode one i was like i didn't like that i didn't like that but two was two was a very good episode yeah probably my favorite episode so far (laughs) strong words i'm sorry i uh, hot takes here get get your hot takes (laughs) yeah so are y'all excited to continue the show Mm -hmm. i I I want to watch more. I the, what I said earlier. I said I don't think I'm going to get attached. I think I don't know if any of these characters are going to grab me because mm-hmm. the whole idea of this blue lock, it's all about creating an all star, throwing your team aside, that kind of thing. I'm like, ooh, I don't. That's not how I play either. I like the teamwork. I like playing as a unit. My personal taste, but yeah, that's and not you what will this never thing. win the World Cup. That's right. I never will. Um, but that's not what this is about. This is about he he the the evil smile guy. He's like, hey, if you want to be the best, you got to have a huge ego. You got to have mm-hmm. this drive. You got to have the killer instinct, and you got to not care about anything. So it's it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that ideology because I'm more of the team player. I'm always the defensive player. I'm always the you know in my personal experience with sports ah yes 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 i see (laughs) but that's not that's not what they're doing here and usually those all-star arrogant kind of characters those are the ones i don't like or at least at Mm -hmm. least i don't root for um so i mean we've we've only seen really two or three or four characters you know in depth so there's a whole lot of other ones that could show me you know fair play or that he is a team player, but he's still trying to win this spot, whatever they, they could do something with it with the side characters. But right now I don't have anything to latch on to. I'm excited to watch, but I don't have anything to latch on to. That's fair enough. So would it be fair to say it'll, a lot will depend on how quickly characters get eliminated. Cause if they stick around and they develop, you may enjoy it a little more, but if it's just like, every other episode there's a character dropping like flies you you'll never be attached to anybody right uh yeah it's hard to the premise of this story is really good i think and that's what's going to keep me going is the premise and the way thing the game the way the games are the way people are eliminated all that kind of stuff i think i'm gonna enjoy a lot but cool usually it's a character that makes me love the show a whole lot more and i haven't found that person yet it's only episode two it's only episode, it's only episode two. 
It only takes it only one. Takes one. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, so, so far the front wow. runner is the blonde guy that that like I said we're playing fair and he like throws that one kid. You guys remember that? Oh, the, the one with like, like the really teeth. sharp yeah, sharp teeth guy. No, that guy's he's like not the best, so I'm gonna kill y'all. That not that guy. Oh, the tall, no, the, the tall really guy. tall guy that's like, hey, don't after monster kid kicks temple kid in the face. Yep. Yep, that guy comes up. He's like, hey, I don't want to play like that. Let's not do that. And then he does. And then he does something again. That's kind of against the rules. And he's like, we're not doing that. And he like throws he throws monster kid away. That guy. Oh. He's the one. He's the one who kicks it really hard. And it hits our yep. main character in the gut. Yep. <laughs> That he he's the front runner for me right now. I don't know his name, but he, oh. I think I'm gonna like him the best. Um, mm. Tall blondie, I think is tall yeah. blondie. That's it. Yeah. Tall blondie. Tall blondie. Yeah, I I'm wondering if because the characters seem to be. Hmm, how do I want to say this? I guess I'm wondering if it will be even sustainable the idea of him just creating one player out of all this like if the characters will almost like revolt against that idea like you know we're building this team and if something else will come out of this other than just one winner um because at least our main character we're hearing his thoughts and he's i think he's struggling with that idea Uh, i don't know if we've heard from other characters like anything they're thinking Oh, we have not. Not really. No, we have not. Um, I think what you're seeing is, I mean, it's a representation of the struggle in general of a collective struggle. I do struggle. Um, this is this is an interesting take because it's coming out of Japan. Like, it's a Japan created story. Um. Oh, really? Yeah. Believe it or not. (laughs) Um. Didn't know if you knew. But individualism placed in a collectivist culture. Mm. So what you're seeing is him. He's struggling with it because he's been raised his entire life one way to be a team player. You 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 fight for the team, and and they lost nationals in his high school, and his coach is like, "Oh, you fought so well," and you know he's crying, and he's kind of like over it. He's like, "No, but we lost." But, yeah. you know, like, oh, it's still our team. And he's still struggling with that. Like, oh, but it is our team. But I'm really upset. And it's like, well, you know, you do everything for the team. It's all or nothing. And so in a collectivist culture, being an egoist, an egotistical maniac that stands out and only fights for himself, like, that's that's not what you do. You don't do that. You stick with the group. Um so he's literally, you know, having to fight against his own, not just upbringing, like from his his family, but like his whole whole life. His whole life is this is against ways thought. Um, and I mean, it's not, you know, they're not doing a a culture study, but that is an element. Um, so it's not going to be completely present the, you know, in the perfect case study way, like if you're taking a class. But that's that's part of the element of it. Is like he he's struggling against his own nature as being from a collectivist culture. Yeah. I, I feel like that dynamic is very interesting. And it that's is. part of the, that's part of the premise. And I think that's, what's going to keep me going. It is. It is. 
Well, I mean, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're as interested as we are, we hope to stick around and, and find out with us and, oh. and subscribe. Um, because we'll be back for episodes three and four. We'll see what they bring. Seems like we're about to get a match really fast, by the way. Yes. I'm very excited about that. Same. Same. Like, because when I said that the manga was action packed, this is kind of what I meant. Like, I want to watch this. I don't want to read it. So I just was like, I'm not going to read it anymore. I'm just going to watch this thing. (laughs) Love it. So I'm I'm very excited. I like the idea of all everybody playing. Both teams are all strikers. Yeah. That's like that's like yeah. watching a an American football game of all quarterbacks, and they're trying to play. Literally, <laughs> like that's hilarious. Yeah, we're all linebacks. <laughs> yeah, or like all linebackers <laughs> trying to play. That'd be so funny. That'd be great. Well, it's you're about to find cool. out because we're gonna watch episodes three oh. and four, and you'll you'll see what it's like. Oh, I can't oh. wait. Will they will they have team play? Will they all be egomaniacs and fail? Will they all drop out? Will they all succeed? Only time will tell. How will the goalies do? Ooh, someone's got to be a goalie. Right. (laughs) Yep. Someone's got to be a goalie. Anywho, we hope you come back next week for more Three Dads talking about anime. What do you get when you add two plus one? You get three dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What, what do you get when those three guys, guys love guys having start having, and having kids children or dads and, and, and so become fathers and they each have kids went on the each separate ways. What happens? So you get three dads talking about anime. Three, three dads. Three dads talk about anime. <laughs>